This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cam, you ready to talk about the MVP award race? I've been really preparing for this one. And follow me on Twitter if you're new to my voice, at RealQuentinMayo. Mayo is exactly how it sounds. It's not Mayo. It's not any fancy spelling. It's the condiment, M-A-Y-O. Just follow me on social media because I've been been teasing this and I've been really preparing for this one. We got the MVP odds available to be bet at BetMGM. And while I want to go through and find all this different value, which, of course, I still will, I've got a little bone to pick with the media, which, you know, I am a part of, so I have to tread lightly. But with the media, the the trolls, the self-proclaimed analysts, of basketball, and just a lot of dumb kids. Also a lot of dumb adults. Cam, I look at the odds board at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. The only sportsbook, he said. And KD's odds are plus 850 to win MVP. Now, you might say to yourself, what's wrong with that? Nothing really wrong with that. Kevin Durant on this odds board, he's up there. He's he's receiving the respect that you think he should receive. However, the narrative around him, especially this decision that he has decided to make, demanding a trade out of Brooklyn, has caused some people to lose their everlasting mind. Can we put something on the screen? Twitch.tv slash BetQL, YouTube.com slash Odyssey Sports. And if you can't get access to these platforms to watch and view what I'm about to talk about, I will describe it for you. This is radio. So I will do both because I'm talented like that. It's on the screen right now. This is the cover of the New York Post. Back page, excuse me, not the cover. This is the back cover of the New York Post. This came out July 1st. This is when Kevin Durant demanded a trade. It reads as follows. KD demands trade from Nets. In bold red lettering, the fattest lettering you could put on the back cover. Thin man has no heart. Not going to sit here and slim shame anyone. I could use to, I could afford to lose a few pounds myself. Thin man has no heart. Durant begs, look at the word choice. Durant begs out. After a single playoff series win for $119.3 million. Thin man has no heart. Understand freedom of speech, Cam. Trust me, I do. I do. But freedom of ignorance is another thing. And the New York Post clearly chose ignorance when putting this out there. Thin man has no heart. You know, if I was the editor over there, I'd change some things around, Cam. I'd go, um, Thin Man has no heart. That's not it. How about Thin Man has no teammates? Cam, how about we talk about that? Let's talk about Kevin Durant. Plus 850 yet, if you didn't 
get what I'm going here. I like Kevin Durant to win MVP. It's a revenge tour. Let's talk about Thin Man has no teammates. Durant's first season with the Nets, 48 and 24. That's pretty decent. Second in the Eastern Conference. In the postseason, Kevin Durant did the following. He played in all 12 games that you could play in that year's postseason. He played 40.4 minutes per game. He averaged 34.3 points, 9.3 rebounds, 4.5 assists, 1.5 steals, 1.6 blocks. For my volume nerds out there, oh, how many shots has he taken? 40.2% from three-point range, 51% from the field. That's what Kevin Durant did. 12 games that you could play in that postseason, in the postseason. That's what KD just did. Let's talk about what Kyrie Irving did. He played in nine games. You might just look at basketball. Well, he played in nine games. He played nine games. He missed games five, six, and seven against Milwaukee. A game that was decided by Kevin Durant's size 16 shoe being just too large. If he was a size 15 or like your boy, size 11 and a half, he would have probably won the game just now. Ask the Milwaukee Bucks fans. They thought, and the players, they thought KD won the game with that shot. Or at least tied it up. I digress. Kyrie missed games five, six, and seven of the Milwaukee series, but the series went to seven games, so Kyrie didn't help for the three most important games. Okay. What about James Harden? James Harden's not there anymore, so I guess you can guess how this happened. He missed game one because he got injured early. He missed game two. He missed game three. Checks notes. He missed game four. Camp. So the two players that you're supposed to be most excited about playing with, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. That's your big three, and Kevin Durant. The point guard missed games five, six, and seven against Milwaukee. The actual point guard, James Harden, missed game one, two, three, and four. Kevin Durant played all 12 games in 40 minutes per game. Thin man has no heart. It's thin man has no teammates. Joe Harris, I don't know if anybody remembers Joe Harris. He doesn't remember himself. Excluding game one of that series against Milwaukee, Joe Harris. <laughs> this is funny. Played six games. He shot 27.5% from three-point range. I was just playing basketball before coming to the studio. I didn't shoot 27% from the three-point line. Just saying. 29% from the field. Those are Ryan Horvath numbers. Eight points. But he did go to the free throw line, Cam. Cam, he went to the free throw line. He went to the free throw line two times in the series. He missed one of them. Two free throw attempts, one make. Joe Harris, go check his contract. He makes a, quite a bit of money. Thin man has no heart. Thin man has no teammates. How about this? How about, let's call it, a, let's say um, thin man got the vaccine and his teammate didn't, jeopardizing the entire premise of teaming up with said teammate in the first place. Could that fit? That's a, that's a lot of words, so I think I would need someone above me to kind of shrink that down a little bit. How about we try this one? Thin Man's former MVP teammate didn't work out or work on his body at all in the offseason and was a complete shell of himself for 90% of the, the season. Seems a bit long still. Don't know if that's going to work. What if, I, what if I switch it up and say, well, what about Ben Simmons when he got there? Remember Ben Simmons? He's still there. What about Thin Man duped into thinking Ben Simmons would play in the postseason until he threw his back out due to stress? Cam, have you ever heard of a herniated disc because of stress? No, you haven't. Cam, by the way, has been on this earth a lot longer than a lot of people. 
that might be listening to me and also talking about this. Cam has been on the earth for a long time. Yeah. Reads a lot of stuff, knows a lot of things. If you need trivia answered, Cam's the one to go to. Ben Simmons threw his back out this year due to stress from not playing basketball for like two years. How stressed can you be? Nobody expects anything of Ben Simmons. Who is stressing you out? Ben Simmons is stressing himself out. Thin man has no team. Let's not get it confused, though. Durant's journey is unlike any journey that we've seen in the NBA, but who is to say there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things in the NBA? We just look at what other people do and say, well, I would probably do it that way. And when you narrow down your decisions as an NBA basketball player to left and right, there's very, it's a, it's a weird response when a player decides to go in the middle. So I might not agree with the way Kevin Durant is demanding out and trading and jumping from team to team, especially with his greatness being at the level in which we assume and say it is. But that's his way. I can't get mad at that. But I will put money on him plus 850. But back to KD and the hate. Answer me this. Why are there so many people outraged with every decision Kevin Durant makes but would sacrifice significant assets to acquire him on their personal team? Everybody says KD's a crybaby, but if he said, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm putting out a short list of teams I want to play on. And the Utah Jazz are right there on number one. Oh, the sound changes from the Utah Jazz fans. Oh, he's no longer a loser. He's not ring chasing. This is what he wants to do. I respect his decision, and he can do it his way. Come on down to Utah, baby. We have nothing here. Literally nothing here. Why? Because Kevin Durant's still a great basketball player. Why? Because he's probably one of the greatest of all time. Why? Because he's a 12-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA basketball player, four-time scoring champion, two-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP means when he went to the finals those two times, he was the best player there twice. One-time MVP. I see a bunch of nerds also saying on Twitter, I'm not trading my young pieces for a 33-year-old basketball player entering year 15. Shut up! You idiot! Would you rather stockpile and stash a bunch of young guys for maybe an all-star Kick the can down the road. Well, we haven't won in seven years, but at least we have these young prospects that we're proud of. Or do you go in each and every year to give yourself a genuine shot at winning the NBA championship? Toronto basketball players, Toronto Raptors players and fans, they hold their head high. They rented Kawhi Leonard for one year. Got a ring. Kawhi left. Probably the most forgettable NBA champion in the history of the game. But you can't say anything to Raptors fans or Masai Ujiri or any of the players that were on that roster. Because they want it. Who cares how it happens? KD's 33, but everybody wants him. And if he went to your team, you'd be jumping for joy this July 4th. With that being said, he's probably going to go to the Phoenix Suns, which is probably the best situation for him. Beside Kevin Durant, or excuse me, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, he's playing under a guy who he really trusts and respects and also coached him before in Monty Williams. Also has some other coaches on that staff as well that he's familiar with. He also played against James Jones, who's the GM of the Suns. He played against him in the postseason. Mark Bryan is there, also assistant head coach. Huge connection with KD from his time as the Oklahoma City Thunder big man coach when KD was there. It makes the most sense. He's going to go to Phoenix or Toronto. But either way, or either team he joins, he has a lot to prove this year. Because he has stepped so far out of what is maybe expected of NBA basketball players, especially at his talent level, to where he has to. 
or else all this buildup and all this talk is for nothing. It was a huge fail in Brooklyn, but his career is not over. And KD still looks as good as he's ever looked. So with that being the case, there's one guy I'm putting my faith in to win MVP next year. And his odds are plus 850 at BetMGM. Kevin Durant, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia's own. He won't come play here, but he will win an MVP this year. Plus 850 